You're listening to a Leisure Moment podcast with your host, Deetra Helvey, who's always ready to have a casual conversation about her love for literature. Within 20 seconds, I knew that this casual conversation would be one that would take me down memory lane. Kindred spirits we must be with so many things in common. This casual conversation with Tanya Cooper revealed her passion of science fiction and how it transformed into her debut novel, Anomaly. Enjoy! Hi, how are you? I am doing great. Oh, I'm so sorry that I'm like, wait, is it now or is it later? <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh my God, how did I not write down the time zone? <laughs> oh no, that's okay. That's okay. And I'm going to have to go ahead and warn you. I'm like in um, withdrawal mode. Hold on one second, Tanya. We're just adjusting the um, yeah. the sound here. Okay. Um, this is, we're just going back to work after um, President's Day and then two days of ice and that snowy, oh. snowy mixture. So we had a two-hour delay today and oh, it's like, oh, uh, withdrawals of uh, being in my bed in pajamas and, and reading a book, <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Whereabouts are you? I am in South Carolina, the upper part of South Carolina, um, closer to the Greenville um, area, very close to Clemson University, USC. Um, and so it, the the weather here, you know, we're just really not used to getting um, icy weather. And so when we do get it, we're like out for days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, you guys have just been hit. Big yes. Oh. And so and so we have another delay tomorrow for very oh inc- for for inclement um for inclement weather. You know, so hey, it's just been one of those weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's. I mean, it does, and it does. I mean, I know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. And I think the last time you and I talked um, via email, I think it may have been around Christmas break. So you were at home with your little ones as well. I was. I was. Yep. And we have had several snow days. Actually, one of them wasn't even – actually, two of them weren't even snow days. They're just – you know, if it's negative 20 wind chill, then we don't have school. And mm-hmm. we've reached that several times. So it's, oh, I'm just ready for winter to be over. Yes, I would I would kind of like some, some warm weather. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, and I'm not embarrassed to say this. I know the rest of my family are probably embarrassed about this. But, you know, I love a heated blanket. And, you know, Tanya, I like it kind of year-round, kind of, sort of. <laughs> And, and unfortunately, you know, when a heated blanket starts to kind of go in and out, in and out, it's probably time to throw it away because there's something wrong with the electrical mechanism. Yes. Yes. So I don't have a heated blanket right now. And, and we have gone to probably about 10 stores and they're sold Uh out. So I'm kind of also in a like withdrawal of having that, that 
heat. Oh, I'm with you. I am so with you. I sleep with one every single night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's wonderful. I do, too, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what I do without it. I mean, it was, like, negative. I get down. I got down to, like, negative 30 windshield with the wind last night. I, you know, oh. like, I just can't. I can't handle it without it. Right. I'm so, I'm so jealous because it's like everybody else in the household wants it at a certain temperature. And I'm okay with that because I have my heated blanket. But right. anyway, I've been without it. Um, you know what? We, we just have, we've already started with some connections here. Um, I want to kind of move into quickly into some things that I saw on your website. I was like, oh, my goodness. There's some similarities. You, you have an education background. I have an yep. education background. Um, you started off with a love for, get this, the Pizza Hut Bucket Program. Yes. Are you a Pizza Hut? But do you still have the buttons? I still have my buttons. I must say, oh my I, God. I, listen, I don't know where my buttons are. They're somewhere. I got a feeling they're in my mom's attic, but I have yeah. my buttons. They're somewhere. I have my buttons. And I also used it with my, with my students when I was in the classroom. I mean, that program was the bomb. It was. It really <laughs> was. I mean, I, I credit that program. To it. I mean, for getting me reading. Seriously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That program to me, I mean, a lot of people use, um, is it uh, not SRA, but not SRA. I'm trying to think of another program that is used within the school, Star Reading or Star something like oh, that. Star, yep, yep, Star um, Reading. But I'm sorry, the Book It program, oh, I, you, know. I loved it. Go get that free pizza. I know, and now my kids are doing it. I, oh, I think it's awesome. I'm just like, oh, so I get it. I yeah, that is so awesome. And and then, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And then finally, um, when I saw this, I knew that we must be kindred spirits with Anne of Green Gables. Oh, yes. <laughs> love it, too. I love it. And when I um, saw, I, and I actually have to say, I got hooked on the movies first and then oh, read the books. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> I was like, let me different. I had to watch them all. Yes, oh, let me, loved it. Let me throw that out there that I, I started with the movies first, then the books. I mean, and I mean, I just I love it. I love it. Do you do you actually do you watch Rain as well? Rain comes on CW. Oh, yes. Um I only watched like the first the very first couple um episodes just because my time is running low uh -huh. <laughs> lately mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for TV shows, but the shows that I like to watch are all on CW. So, <laughs> so I have watched a few of those episodes, and I think that and Arrow, I just need to start from the beginning. Okay, well, you just need to, I guess, jump aboard the Netflix. Um, I think so. Um, Netflix gang, and just that's that, and that's how I got it got started as well but I, I brought up rain because um with Megan follows being in rain that's the only reason why I was watching it because I kept thinking about her as Anne you know and Anna wait, Green Gables wait, wait, wait she's in it she's the queen uh -uh. yes she's the queen I did not know that it took me a minute. I kept saying to myself, why do I know her? Why do I know her? And then Ooh. when I saw the credits, I thought, oh, that's Anne oh, of Anna oh Green God. Gables. 
So, yes. Okay, there's the plug for two of our favorite shows. Yes, Rain and Green Gables. And I'm also an Arrow fan. So, there you, there you go, Tanya. <laughs> okay. I think you and I sometimes, we need to figure out how to have coffee or something. I think we'd have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I, I think so. But you know what? The purpose of this casual conversation is to talk about your debut novel, Anomaly. And I um, actually heard a lot of buzz. Of course, you know, I, I, I'm involved with two blogs, A Leisure Moment and Once Upon a Twilight. And Lady with Once Upon a Twilight was just talking about your book and, um, you know, wanted to definitely get the two of us connected so we could have this conversation. Um, she just she just loved it. Um, we have uh, Mariah, who's getting ready to 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 read your book as well. She she. Her reading schedule's a little bit faster than mine. You know, some of the some of our our, our younger um, younger readers are like speed readers. I'm a little on the slower side. <laughs> So she's diving right into your debut novel, but um, right off the bat, I mean, the cover, is it appropriate to say just sparks? It just has a lot of, a lot of electric going on here with the cover. So tell us a little bit about Anomaly. Well, um, Anomaly is actually based on a quantum physics theory. Only I make everything totally layman's terms and understandable. So, I mean, someone with, like, no science background whatsoever is going to be able to understand. Um, but what it is, it's based on Schrodinger's cat experiment, where you don't know if anything is real or, or not real, or if this cat inside this box is dead or alive until it's observed. And so I took that theory... And I kind of twisted the science behind it. Mm -hmm. So now what I use as the basis for the entire book is there is an entire race of people amongst all humans um, that humans don't know about. And they are called oculi, which means I. They are observers. And it's them controlling what is reality. Mm -hmm. So they are the ones that, it's them, their observations that create the reality in our world. And regular humans called Planck's, um, after Max Planck, who is a physicist, um, and he came up with a Planck's constant. A constant is boring and unchanging, therefore oculi called regular Planck, or regular humans Planck's. Um, and so Josie, on her 17th birthday, it's always your 17th birthday where you kind of, um, it's kind of a rite of passage mm-hmm. and you end up with these abilities if you, you are an oculi. And the book opens with Josie getting dumped by her first row boyfriend on her 17th birthday. Um, her dad has been kind of MIA on a quote unquote business trip, but she knows things are weird between her parents. Her um, older brother died when he was 17, and she's missing him. And an internship um, in um, physics fell through for the summer. So she's having a really crap day. Right. Sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah. But lo and behold, two hotties on motorcycles roll up, and she's like, 
hmm, maybe the day's not so bad, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, appreciating the eye candy. And they're starting to walk up towards the school, and the guy stops in his tracks, looking straight at Josie, and he curses. Wow. He's son of a... Mm-hmm. And she's like, are, are you are you talking to me? And she's like looking around. Right. <laughs> and she's the one who has the math times acceleration be with you. May the mm-hmm. uh, so so may the force be with you. Mm-hmm. So she's a huge science dork. Um, and she's like, how, how? Why is he cursing at me? How does does he know me? And later that night, she finds out from him at a party that, yeah, she's an oculi. And the night's weird. She makes things happen. He makes things happen. And she is introduced to this world that is set in contemporary times. So it's all in the here and now. It's just all the stuff going on right under human noses that we don't know about. Well, and you know, you mentioned um, on your website that it's like the Matrix meets Divergent, and it sounds like yep. it. Just hearing, just hearing your summary, um, and Josie and becoming an oculi. That's very original. Yeah. Never heard of oculi before. Yeah. <laughs> now you did throw in Tanya. Tanya, you threw in a little bit of um, Star Wars there, and I think I read somewhere that you were kind of interested in Star Wars as well. So do you like you? Do you follow? I mean, I don't know. You don't do. Do you call someone who likes Star Wars a Trekkie or? Maybe um, I'm off a no, little bit. that would be that would actually be just Star Trek. Star but Trek, okay. I, yes, but I'm also a Trekkie, so okay. I like everything sci-fi. I'm a huge like sci-fi dork myself, so that's mm-hmm. the one part of me that I put in Josie. So I personally, I love Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, Avengers, like everything, all this pop culture stuff that's right. kind of, you know, um, that everyone, that not everyone knows about, but mm-hmm. a lot of people know about. That's kind of what I'm into. And that's the one part of me that I put in Josie. Um, and the part that I really like about Josie is she, she totally owns it. She mm-hmm. does, she's not apologetic. She's not shy about her love for all her sci-fi geekdom. Mm-hmm. So, um, what? but yeah, I, I personally am very much a Star Wars fan. Well, I think too, that with the cover, um, it truly s- speaks that she owns it. I mean, you, she's not wimpy on this cover. She's on a mission. She's looking you dead in the eye. Um, you can tell, um, she's, she's, you know, got it going on here. She, she really does. She does. She really does. So I would say it's safe to say that your love for um, science fiction, you kind of knew when you were ready to begin your first novel that you were going in that genre. Um, no. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Um, I I've always loved sci-fi, and I didn't think I, I guess I never thought I could pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, my first novel um, that nobody will ever read um, okay. because it's in a drawer somewhere. Um, it was actually paranormal romance or urban, you know, fantasy, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote another novel. My second one is what landed me my agent. And that was a contemporary. Um, 
so um, that was kind of Mean Girls meets Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. So um, in so it was after that that I finally finally um, had a little push from my agent, <laughs> and I I got into the sci-fi. So pretty cool. And so you're with um, Entangled Teen. Has published yes. your book. Cool. Okay. How was yeah. how was that process for you? Was it very was it very quick or did it kind of take some time? Um. Okay. Well, I have a very kind of original story, actually. Well, please um, share. <laughs> <laughs> um, my so my agent um was shopping my contemporary book, um, my second novel, um, that I wrote and to a very short list of editors just to kind of fill out the waters. Mm-hmm. And um, so the editor, my editor now, um, and the publisher of Entangled, um, Liz, she um, she passed on that book because she said fashion wasn't really selling heavily right right then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's based on some fashion. So, um, but she said, I really like this voice. Let me know if she has anything else. Um but then a few weeks later, she went to my agent and she said, do you have um, anyone who can write YA sci-fi um, with a great voice? And my agent, knowing I was a complete sci-fi, you know, freak, right. a total fan, mm-hmm. said, I do. Do you remember the voice you liked? Mm-hmm. She can write sci-fi. And um, yeah, so it's basically. It's out for um, you. It did. So Liz said, "I all she said was, I would really like um, a sci-fi based on Schrodinger's cat experiment, um, dual POV. And that's all she said. She said, would you like to, you know, give it a try? So I had, um, I had a few days, um, less than a week, and I wrote, I did tons and tons of reading on physics, on quantum physics, and um, I wrote the first, uh, uh, a synopsis, like, eight to 10 pages, um, in a blurb and, and let's see, I think the first chapter. Um, and based on that, she said, yeah, let's do it. And I got a three book deal. That's awesome. And speaking of the first chapter, um, I noticed that you utilize Wattpad. Um, so if readers want to go to Wattpad, um, and, and read that that first chapter yeah. immediately that they can do that. I think there's a deleted scene in there as well that yes. you can check out. <laughs> do you find yes. that a lot of authors are using Wattpad to kind of to also assist with getting the word out? And actually Wattpad is fairly new for me. Um, um, you know, it's new for me too. It, you, yeah, it's, it's new for me too. But I was like, you know, I just keep hearing uh, especially teen readers talk mm-hmm. about Wattpad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what is this? So I got on there and I'm like, oh, well, you know, if, if they just happen to be looking for some, you know, YA sci-fi with romance, right. heck, I might as well just put the first chapter up there. And if they're interested, then, you know, they already know that maybe like the voice or mm-hmm. the premise or what have you. So that's a, it's a great place. And then for the, my fans now, um, yeah, I put up a deleted scene, which they very much appreciated. And I'm going to put up another deleted scene next month. Oh, cool. And then that's where I'll start putting up some um, some teasers for book two. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, now you love music. I do. You love music. So do you, um, 
listen to certain music when you're typing or writing your stories? Do you do you have? I know a lot of authors use playlists. Do you have a playlist? Uh, oh. So, <laughs> uh, for me personally, I'm not a playlist girl yet. Um, I I don't know. It just depends on what I'm reading before I'll you know play either some classical or some kind of um nature music or things of that nature do you have a playlist i do i i actually have and i'm going to be adding it to my website soon um i have a playlist that i made kind of specifically for Josie. i have one for read and i have one just for the book in general um and then i have i actually have i think a total of maybe six or seven playlists just for anomaly um yeah like some of them are uh faster tempo or Mm -hmm. like harder, you know, like alt rock or right. rock that, you know, I listen to while that, that kind of sets the mood for me while mm-hmm. I'm like writing an action scene or something. So, um, yeah, I really very much use, um, playlists, but also just, you know, I'll use my, you know, I'll just go to an, uh, an artist or something and just, you know, right, eat, right, you know, right. have a certain feel or something like I'll listen to Lincoln Park when it's like, you know, stuff's going down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll listen to, you know, Lincoln Park or, or something like that. Or, you know, if it's an intimate scene, which there, there are a couple, um, mm-hmm. you know, then I need to listen to something else, maybe right. some Ellie Goulding or something like that. So, yeah, I, 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 I definitely. And that's the next thing I'll try. The next thing that I think will be on my to-do list is to try to read a novel and follow an author's playlist and and listen to the music at the same time and just kind of try it because I really haven't tried it yet so um I definitely yeah. do that because a lot of people you know will do that or when we have blog tours authors have these awesome playlists um so yeah. yes I will have to put that on my to-do list as well <laughs> Well, yeah, tell us. Yeah, you have to let me know how it goes. I sure will. Now, what do you what do you have in in the horizon? I think you have book two that's on the way, or yes, yeah, I do. Um, it was supposed to come out in November, but it has been moved up, so it's coming out in October. Um, I don't have an exact date yet. Um, I was just told, I think a week or two ago, that it was moving up. So, um, yeah, sometime in October. And the teasers should start in, I think, probably May, maybe early June um, for those. And um, we should have a cover um, relatively soon. So I'm getting pumped. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I know that you also have had some, and I'll make sure that um, I stay in the know as well through all of our social media pieces that you kind of provide some times where um, your readers and followers can kind of get with you and chat, I think like through Google plus and things yeah. of that nature. Do you, yep. do you, do you do that often? Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, and I, I am a, I mean, some, some authors are talkers and some aren't. I'm a, I'm a talker. I want to, you know, I want to talk about anything and everything. Um, not just my book, but I want to know like my, like, I want to know people's like favorite characters on, on TV or their book boyfriend or, you know, Mm -hmm. what have you. So, um, yeah, I had, um, I did a Google chat, 
Um, I've done a couple interviews, so I now have a, a YouTube channel, which I never thought I, I of all people, would have a YouTube <laughs> channel, but I do. So um, those are up there. I'm hoping for another Google Chat um, probably next month because I'm getting ready to do some more traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like talking to um, readers and trying to, you know, see their reactions and everything else. Um, and then a lot of them, I find a lot of them, like I have a lot of stuff in common with them. So um, it's really fun. I've met some fantastic people, um, bloggers and and fans who are friends mm-hmm. now, you know, who I consider friends. It's been really awesome. Well, I mean, just think about the first 15 seconds of our casual conversation. Hello, we oh, made no. like... Um, so many How different many- <laughs> oh <my God>. things. <laughs> what about you know, five awesome. things? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, you could be my best friend forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, do you drink coffee? <laughs> oh my goodness. This date should happen. <laughs> did, you, did you just ask me if I drink coffee? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we're, we're, that's a whole nother story because yes, I drink coffee. <laughs> Oh, good. Good, good. Okay, we yes. can definitely be friends. And, and, and I drink coffee like 24 hours a day and can still go to sleep just fine. So, yes, I'm, okay. one, of, I'm one of those. Okay, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to make sure that I find your link for YouTube because um, we'll make sure that we post that for our listeners and readers to catch you on YouTube. We've kind of started dibbling, dabbling with YouTube as well. You know, there are so many... Um, such an audience to be able to capture through the YouTube spectrum. So we want to mm-hmm. um, um, try to pick up on that. So we'll, we'll be sure to put all of your links um, in there oh, as great. well and, and awesome. the Watt and the Wattpad. So everybody can check awesome. out that first chapter as well. Yeah. And you know what? It has been so awesome talking to you. I think we're going to have to have another chat when book two comes out. I would love that. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, we will have to catch up again. Well, thank you so much, Tanya, for joining us for this casual conversation. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate it. I had a blast. Wonderful. Well, you have a good evening. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know on iTunes by giving us a great review. We want to thank all our listeners again. Check us out at aleisuremoment.com. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Have a good one.